Ladies and gentlemen, Mike Davidson lives. That's the podcast. How are you? I'm Mike. And my wife, Ginny, with me. Hello. Hi. And of course, uh, we got a little boy in here, Logan, because he's just too cranky to put down right now. So hopefully we can get through this without too many temper tantrums. But uh, appreciate you linking up with Mike Davidson on Facebook, of course, Twitter, Podbean, and Spotify as well. Again, Mike Davidson lives. Uh, before before we start, I do want to give a quick shout out to Uncle Cliff, Cliff Mitchell, a guy that I worked with uh, for five and a half years. Good dude, uh, but uh, he too now on the beach. The old uh, parlance from radio terms, like when you're no longer in a gig, uh, you pretty much fired. They say you're on the beach because you're on vacation. Nowadays, it's a little more permanent in the industry. You're retired, pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty much, um, but uh, great dude, uh, creative services guy. He knew how to keep uh, clients, account executives, talent, and account executives in line. And uh, I, I enjoyed working with him. In fact, when I was uh, writing all my cover letters this past summer, I was lear- uh, talking about how I learned a lot under him, and I would fill in for him doing things. He was a, he was a pretty good guy. I mean, he was uh, blunt and to the point, but he had his reasons. And I know he's got a prod studio of his own, and hopefully he can utilize that to the best of his abilities here in the future. So, Cliff, we are thinking about you. Uh, but, but the most distinct thing about Cliff, because he's been in Northeast Indiana radio for a long time, was the voice. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you uh, not to give anybody a free plug, but big city cars, you know, big city cars. That was him. That was him. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. He's got. There are two. There are two radio voices, the first of which is the one a lot of radio talent is uh, envious of. And Cliff's got that. It's that that real deep radio voice, that, like real natural. It sounds like his lungs are in his scrotum. I mean, it's that deep. He's just, But he sounds like that. It's not like he's faking it. And it was always fun to kind of see him like laughing and joking about something behind the scenes or going on a tirade dropping F-bombs with that voice because that was him. That wasn't me. No pretense. Then there's the other radio voice that radio talent loathes. Like, that's this voice, everybody. Hey, how you doing? Like that that stereotypical cartoonish voice where you're talking from the back of your throat and they're trying too hard to sound like an announcer. Mm-hmm. Anytime anybody told me, hey, yeah, you do sound like you have a voice for radio, I'm like, what the hell does that mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Is that really a compliment? No, yeah. So I was always, like, sometimes, I think they meant it as a compliment, but I would uh-huh. always be like, yeah, thank you. I got to get out of here now. Um, Bill St. James. Bill St. I failed you. <laughs> Bill St. James of flashback fame. He's a very, very uh, talented voice dude who I've never met, but... Uh, when I, when I was doing radio up in Michigan, there was a dude who talked like this. He was my program director. Oh, yes, you told me about him. Yeah, um, and nice dude, Simpsons fan, but he also looked like this. And uh, he was more voice than enunciation. Like, he, like his... KBBL. Like his, yeah, his, his uh, voice was so overpowering, the way he would talk, it overrode syllables. So instead of saying, why 102, why don't two? Instead of saying, like, uh, for uh, Hot Now, which is a burger joint up in Michigan, Hot Now. Like, like, like the the voice was just kind of drown, drowning out the way he would enunciate words. And I remember having lunch with that dude one day, and he goes, yeah, I'm going to back to my old school. And uh, they invited me to speak. I'm like, well, that's cool. And he goes, I know. It's because I have the voice. And, like, he said that, and I said to myself, nobody has ever told him 
Have they? <laughs> Is it my responsibility? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> so... But uh, anyway, uh, the good radio voice is what Uncle Cliff has. Mm-hmm. And again, thanks for uh, for five and a half years of uh, just helping me out, and hopefully I helped you out, Cliff. Now, kind of a mental exercise. We did one last week toward the end of the podcast, right? This week, we're going to kind of start off with one. Oh, I'm not ready. I didn't warm up. Oh, I didn't, didn't stretch. Up. You didn't stretch. I'm going to pull a hammy. Right, we'll ease into it slow, okay? Here's the setup. Last week, Sunday... It was in the morning. I don't remember what, but you, you, we were both groggy. The kids wanted to eat, and you're like, okay, go to McDonald's, yeah. grab something to eat. I was like, okay, fine. And you gave me a list of stuff, and I went. And uh, as I was making, waiting to make the left-hand turn, this is Sunday morning. Barely any cars are out on the road, right? Mm-hmm. The other way, opposite, opposite direction on a two-lane road, comes a Dewey scooter. Uh-oh. And uh, for those who don't know what Dewey means, you can't spell it without D-U-I. Dewey Scooter. These are people that were too irresponsible with bigger vehicles, so they have no license. They ride around on these things that uh, go slower than a push mower, right? Mm-hmm. And there's no traffic behind him, but he still weighs out, and I'm waiting for him to come and come and come. You know, And I'm waiting to make this left-hand turn, and he finally passes. And as I'm making the turn, I realize all the traffic that was uh, way, way behind him coming at me so oh. i had to make that turn pretty quick but they can't go fast no matter what lane you're in it's more frustrating than uh you know somebody riding around a golf cart in a subdivision or um or a small town because you know that's that's different small town where we... i feel attacked here <laughs> well no golf carts are fine i'm just saying if, if you live on a big property or you're just getting from one end of a small town to another like you know where there's only like one stoplight or a church or something like that Sharpsville, right? Or like if you're a bicyclist, you're out in the country, you're you know, you're exercising. But if you're in a major metropolitan area and you're riding around a Dewey scooter, there's no dignity in that. You you would be you would be more respected if you walked. So if I was to pass one national law for the road, it would be to ban Dewey scooters from any roadway where the speed limit is greater than 25. Because they're terrible. Yeah, they are. <laughs> hey, you're not going to see somebody start up a biker gang with Dewey scooters. You just gave me a look. Oh, no, the lawnmower gang. Yeah, we're not going to give them a free plug. Okay, uh, okay. Maybe down the road, Ginny can enlighten you about the lawnmower. I would be happy to, but now is not the right time. Now is not the time. You have to gird yourself Yes. with the lawnmower biker gang from... Mike, shut up. <laughs> I can't even get her to do it for the podcast. No, you can't. But, okay, so so my rule of the road is basically to get those damn Dewey scooters off of the road. Ginny, mm-hmm. my dear, what is your rule of the road? From coast to coast, including Alaska, Hawaii, and Puerto Rico, probably Guam, your rule for the road nationally. My rule for the road. Yeah. Would be to have a stop arm for people trying to pass you on the shoulder when you're trying to turn. So you're talking about like not necessarily a rule but like a, a device that would keep people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just kind of a So out here, mm-hmm. we have a, a junkyard. Not too far from us. Not yeah. too far. 
and the entrance looks a lot like a shoulder, but it isn't. You know, because it goes right into a fence. Exactly. So people will try to be passing me on the right when I'm turning left. Uh-huh. And they'll go around me so fast and then almost cut me off or sideswipe me when I'm trying to make a freaking left-hand turn. So what I want is I want a stop arm to come down and say, not today, dickhead. <laughs> That's now, what I want. Now... Now, in those instances, yeah, that would be pretty cool, but I can also see somebody, like, I don't know, like, misusing that a little bit. But, mm-hmm. but Oh, yeah, probably. Probably. But for you, you would use it wisely, judiciously. Yes, I would, because right now, whenever I try to make a left-hand turn, mm-hmm. I will get over mm-hmm. onto their quote-unquote shoulder-slash-entranceway to the junkyard. That way they can't dare try to pass me, but they'll ride my ass. Yeah. So, I don't... I don't know what it is about that road. I don't know either. I don't know. And it's uh, it's uh, XYZ road because... It is not, XYZ road. We're not telling you where we live. No. Now... <laughs> Go away. I, I, I we did, don't want any. I did pose this question on uh, social media earlier this week because I was thinking... Because I, again, don't like Dewey scooters. And obviously, people that pass on the shoulder are stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people have trouble with slow drivers. Yes. 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 I know I do. Uh, Gregory, I... I love the spirit of this one, but I don't know if I agree necessarily with the punishment. Seven days in county lockup for driving slow in the left lane. <laughs> Seven days in county. Well, it is illegal to stay in the left right. lane unless you're passing. But they but they would write you a citation, like if you were speeding, only you know how slow you were going. <laughs> God, yeah, if it's seven days. Uh, that in happened County. in Black Sheep, I think. Did you know it? how fast you're going? Eight, eight miles an hour. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and there's probably people that do do that. I now when I when I got my uh, minor consumption back in the long ago, and I was up in Albion, judge gave me the option: okay, years probation or a weekend in county. I went with probation because I didn't want to mess with that. So seven days in county, hypothetically, for somebody driving slow, you would see a lot of more lead foots. I think just because. Nobody wants to have other people watch them pee. Generally. Well, that happens to me every day, but I don't have a say in it. <laughs> Kids. All right. Now. Oh, you too. I can't stand watching you pee. <sighs> no one can. Because it takes you forever. I'm like, can you hurry up? I've got to go. I'm a camel. Uh, Jay. <laughs> Jay says, I don't know if I agree with this one either, but again, it just goes back to slow drivers. I would ram. It would be legal to ram slow drivers off the road. I don't know about that. Well, if the slow driver's on the right-hand side, and if they're having trouble and they have the hazards on, I think I'm all right with it. Mm-hmm. You know, but but yeah, slow drivers in the left lane, especially on the interstate, mm-hmm. that would be dumb. That's bad. Weren't we driving on Coliseum with two trucks with a bun- with a a truckload of crap in them, and I was going around them in the left lane they honked at me because they were pissed off well i mean what can they do i mean that's what the left lane is for you mm-hmm. pass the slower driver if you got mm-hmm. places to go people to see yeah i was letting them know i'm like you're in my freaking way <sighs> yeah and they're like honk <laughs> speaking of trucks brenda semi-trucks must have their own lane ah <sighs> uh, you know i don't know i mean like I get it. Sometimes it's a little frustrating, but I tell you what, I, I would rather have a semi truck drive slower and safer than faster because you get some of those guys. <laughs> yeah. Because you know what beats the law of the road, the rules of the road? The laws of physics. And if it's bigger and faster than you, get out of its way. Oh, yeah. Let the let the long arm of the law deal with those guys if they get a little out of hand. But. But. 
with semi trucks, I'll be at a a turn light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will have to wait maybe two or three turns before I can turn because a freaking semi, you know, they have to take their time turning. They have to. They have to. I'm just like, oh, my God. It never fails on my way to work. It's just like, oh, there's a semi. Better turn. I'm like. (laughs) (laughs) But those those are some of the things that uh, people expressed with frustration. And, of course, me with Dewey scooters. Uh, And, again, you can make comments (laughs) on the Mike Davidson Facebook page. Is that what they drive on the east side? Dewey scooters. Uh, I know that they were in Kokomo. Was it you or me that saw somebody drive a lawnmower to the gas station on 26 down in Kokomo? I plead the fifth. Okay. That was you. All right. <laughs> All right. That's kind of a staple in Oakford. <laughs> it, is. it really is. It's a staple in Oakford. <laughs> now, a- another road a mental exercise here. Oh, my God. One more here. Because I, I, this is an observation I made a couple days ago. Last year, 2020... Cops pretty much took it on the chin in terms of publicity, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you had a few bad eggs, and a lot of people thought all cops were terrible. Sure. And I don't believe that. Because any profession, I mean, I kind of a controversial take. I don't believe there's necessarily a noble profession. I do believe there are no, noble people working in various jobs. But you're yeah. always going to have bad people, no matter what field, doing stupid, heinous things. So, but for the most part, I think cops are good. But I think, I think that uh, with the bad publicity from last year, that they might be overdoing it a little bit, trying to trying to you know get the public to like them again. Because I was driving to the job I have right now a couple of days ago, right, mm-hmm. and I look over and there's a car on the other side of the road off on the shoulder, and uh, there's a woman there leaning against it, smoking a cigarette. There was a cop car behind her, one cop was with her, and another cop was coming from the car with a can of gasoline. So I'm assuming this woman on the road ran out of gas, mm-hmm. and they bought her the gas, apparently. Aww. I mean, it's nice, but I was at the liquor store last night getting a six-pack, and like cigarettes are going from anywhere from like six fifty to 8 bucks a pack. And as expensive as gasoline is, a pack of cigarettes is roughly two gallons of gasoline. <laughs> so if I was the cop, I mean, you don't you don't say tough luck next, better luck next time, and you don't taser an arrestor for doing something like that. But you take her to a gas station, let her make the call, you know, for somebody to hook her up with gasoline or something. I wouldn't have gotten her gasoline because, well, that's kind of your responsibility to take care of your car, right? True. You should definitely be responsible with your ride. However, maybe there was like a leak somewhere. Who knows? But um, okay. maybe there was a kid in the car. She's like, I've got to get home. My kid's in the car. See, I, I didn't see the kid. I didn't see the kid. But, yeah. you know, there might have been that. But Or be like, I have to go home to, to my kids because my babysitter's leaving. Mm-hmm. I have to be there. And be like, okay, you know, we'll get you taken care of. You know, there there are some good people out there who will go out of the way to make sure that... People go home safely. Right. And, and okay, more power to the cops. Yeah. But, but again, I think sometimes there's kind of like, well, you had those idiots up in Minnesota. Now all the cops have to work overtime mm. to prove they're good. When a lot of cops, as you know, are good. Because you have a lot of great cops here in downtown Fort Wayne. Yeah. But my point is, if you can afford a pack of cigarettes, I'm starting to sound like an old man. If you can afford a pack of cigarettes, you can afford gas, right? True. So, I mean, what, I mean... What would be hard for you to give up? 
if you had to to get a, a, a um, you know gasoline for the car. Let's just say you're in this woman's position because I know you're not a smoker. And <laughs> Halloween Oreos. Halloween Oreos. <laughs> those things are like crack. The whole pack is gone. And, and we just got those last night. <laughs> In an alternate universe, there's you leaning against a car with two cops bringing up a can of gas, and you're just eating a pack of Oreos. Yes, that's me. That's me. Uh, Those things are like crack. Oh, uh, Logan. Logan likes Oreos, apparently. No, he doesn't. No, he hasn't tried them yet. Yet, but again, I mean, that's that's, that's something I was just making an observation of. I mean, cops for the most part are good, mm-hmm. but if you can afford smokes, you can afford gasoline. You, you have to be responsible and prudent with your right. resources. But, you know, cops, I believe, for the most part, are good. Right. right. Um, anyone could be a dick. Anyone could be a anyone dick. Anyone could be a dick. You can be a dick. I know I'm a dick. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we would have cops who would close with us every night because yeah. we would be in a rough spot downtown. Right. <laughs> so it's been a long time since I closed with them. But, you know, it was always really nice when I transferred. They said, oh, yeah, cops close with us every night. I'm like, why do they? They're like, it kind of gets rough downtown sometimes. So mm-hmm. if they can stay here, they will. And I tell, I never felt more safe. Right. I never felt more safe. And a lot of cops who do come in and, you know, either to, to get something to drink or to answer a call, mm-hmm. they're always super professional. Um, and I do feel safe with them around. Okay. Especially with the... Uh, the gang. <laughs> the, the biker gang that the, you won't talk about. Yeah, that I won't talk about, but it will come. It will come. All right, <laughs> In again. time. And if you got something to add about uh, the, the woman that smokes and the gasoline, I mean, feel free to message or me. Or Oreos. Or Oreos. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, you can always make comments there now. Hail Hydrox. Uh, speaking of money, uh, there, there are going to be some content providers a little hard up, so to speak, here in the coming months. Uh, starting in October, OnlyFans, uh, which started up five years ago in England, and it's basically kind of a... Uh, of course, England. Of course. What does that even mean? Granny Shaggers. Oh, my God. So it, it started up five years ago in England and became a worldwide phenomenon for people who like to watch uh, topless women spank horses and pay them cash. Uh, the, the website has now said that uh, starting in October, because of their financial partners... Uh, no more pornographic material. They originally said, okay, the free stuff, no porn on there, which I get because, you know, kids don't have money. But now... Kids shouldn't be watching that. Well, no, they shouldn't be watching that. That's why I'm saying kids don't have money, so, you know, you have the uh, the uh, the premium packages or whatever the hell. But now no one can do porn, apparently, on OnlyFans. And that's the only thing I know it for. I've never gone to OnlyFans, but anytime anybody makes an OnlyFans reference, you see somebody go, yeah, yeah, you know you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I kind of heard someone talking about it where I work, and my boss said, you can't talk like that here. <laughs> well, now you can because... No, she won't allow uh, it. <laughs> yeah, because now OnlyFans has decided to uh, fade into obscurity. But, I mean, the, the thing is, is the reason they brought this up is because... They want to do this for the benefit of their financial partners. Mm-hmm. And I found that a very interesting comment because financial partners means one of two things. One, you want to sell more advertising revenue. You want more, you know, Google banners, right? But then I started thinking, well, who else could be a financial partner, right? Banks? I mean, if you take out loans and the bank is looking at it, like, well, why would we loan you more money? And it started making me think, well, okay, if you have this website, 
where you know you have guys and gals doing anything for money, generating content. It's basically TikTok for people with financial savvy. They're not giving away freebies here. You would get a chunk of change, you would think, from from them generating this revenue. I'm just thinking of Granny Shaggers. Ja- okay, yeah, okay. Well, there's probably uh, quite a few Granny Shagger uh, OnlyFan pages. I'm just here for, for now. the fantasy. You're just here for the fantasy of Granny Shagging. Um, <laughs> but but it got me thinking. I mean, like with these websites, mm-hmm. you know, and they, they they try to be unique and all this other stuff and uh, financial partners. I mean, if you're making money off of the uh, the content providers, as we will so elegantly call call mm-hmm. them, why are you concerned about the financial partners? I mean, unless you're in the red, you know what I mean? Yeah, say so you got me there. Yeah, I find that very weird. But what, what do you think of something like OnlyFans versus TikTok? Because TikTok, TikTok doesn't necessarily have porn on it, but it has a lot of people like, "Hey, I put a hot pepper up my butt and it hurts," and they tell the world, and it gets shared all over the world. Whereas OnlyFans is like, "Hey, I put a hot pepper up my butt, and for two hundred more dollars, I'll put another one up there." Oh, well, you get more bang for your buck on the other one. Well, right, if you're if you're the content provider. Yeah. But that there is kind of that uh, attention whore thing going there. Emphasis right? on whore? Well, wow. <laughs> well, I, you know, again, but only... Both are a waste of time to me. I don't have time for either one. Yeah, well, no, neither do I. Uh, I don't have a lot... I provide you with everything you want and desire. Exactly. You know, which is letting you sleep. Yeah, and, and of course, you know, I've got three kids to prove how, how good she is at, you know, providing what I desire. It's like having a receipt that poops. So, <laughs> but, but I get... funny. Yeah, but but I mean, you know, OnlyFans now saying no to porn, and it just seems, again, kind of weird, because that's what brought them to the dance, and it seems like there are some things that mm. are getting less sexualized, like them, Victoria's Secret getting away from the models, all of that. Well, I think it's more about body image. Body image? Yeah, because women are underneath a lot of pressure to fit a certain mold. I don't know if this is new to you or not. I've heard something of it, yes. Yeah, but (laughs) it's just a lot of pressure to look a certain way, act a certain way, have a certain hairstyle. And I think they are doing the right thing, getting Mm -hmm. rid of, you know, the, the angels and whatnot. I mean, yeah. I will always miss you, angels. (laughs) <laughs> I am trying to have a thought here I know, and you're I know. not helping. Sorry. But um, you know, it's just all about body image and they just want to make sure everyone feels included. Right. And I agree with that to an extent, but I yeah. also know that you know, Victoria's Secret is all about the sexiness. And Oh, they were. Yeah, they were. And OnlyFans was all about the uh, the freaky sexiness. Uh-huh. And so everybody's kind of getting away from that and, and another thing that people are trying to get away from is um putting your kids in danger. Now, I mean, why would I mean? you do that? Well, there there are a few things I want to bring up here. Like leaving your kid in a hot car is stupid. It is wrong. Dangerous and lethal. And lethal, exactly. But taking all danger out of your kid's life can be pretty bad too. Like yeah. uh, Brett Favre, uh, you know, legendary football player, uh, legendary dick pic sender. Uh, he recently has done a, a PSA talking about CT. Did he have an OnlyFans account? Well, he may have subscribed to a few OnlyFans accounts. <laughs> um, but uh, he, um, but he, legendary career, 
And, you know, he always got beat up and everybody talked about, oh, Brett Favre, he's tough. You know, he plays through all this pain and stuff. And football's a rough sport. Well, he recently came out with a PSA about CTEs and uh, concussions and the like. And he was talking about how, like, it's important to get away from football where kids don't tackle until the age of 14. High school, right? Mm -hmm. And no one wants their kid to get hurt. I get that. But I think we've come a long way in terms of helmets, pads, cup. Logan, if you play football, you're wearing a cup. You got the family jewels. Um, you know, teaching kids, you know, the right way to tackle. Don't lead with a helmet. Don't go helmet to helmet. Don't face mask. All that stuff. You can't get away from inherent dangers in a sport, I think. Because if you wait until you're 14... Yeah, there's going to be fewer kids playing football because, you know, there's only so many people that can play for their local high school. But you're going to see a rash of injuries all the same because they don't know how to react to those injuries. Mm -hmm. And they're doing this for the first time. And just because Pop Warner and Junior High does away with tackling doesn't mean these kids are going to try to learn it on their own or have an overzealous Little League dad try to teach them how to do it on their own. I think, you know, it's best to have the coaches show them the right way if you got a good coach. As long as that coach is saying, don't play dirty, here's how you do it. If you're hurt, we'll pull you. There you go. Let me just say this. Mm -hmm. When I was in fifth grade, I would bang my head against my desk during class just to see how much I could take before it really hurt. Wow. See, now if you weren't a chick, you'd be a defensive lineman. That or a burnout. <laughs> wow. <laughs> But, I mean, there's always a danger in everything. Like, um, baseball. Are you going to have kids hit off the tee until they're 14? Because, you know, baseball coming at you can get as high as 100 miles an hour, if not faster. Just ask that bird. You know, Randy Johnson destroyed that bird, yeah. Or imagine a culinary school saying, we're only going to take applicants who have never been burned by a stove or grill. Have Seriously? Have never cut themselves trying to slice an apple or an onion. Didn't you go to the ER for two stitches? I did. Or how about, oh, I don't know, swimming. I took our daughter swimming this morning, swim lessons. There's a danger of going in the pool if you don't know how to swim. Mm -hmm. I'm in there with her, showing her everything. I'm getting her acclimated with the water now. I'm doing the same with Lana, and when Logan's of age, I'll do that with him. You know, the... It's better to do it now than say, okay, 14, we're going to push you off the friggin' boat and see what happens. Mm. <laughs> well, you can imagine how boring it would be if you are growing up, you can't, you know, you are interested in playing football. Be like, oh, you can't, it's not safe. Well, let me tell you this, no matter how much, like, um, helmets or padding or whatever, mm -hmm. if you hit your head, there's always going to be a chance of concussion or contusion or shearing soccer you can hit the ball with your head well and that can be pretty tough yeah absolutely and uh your brain is just floating around in fluid mm -hmm. and it's not stationary it will move right in a way right so i mean there's always going to be a risk the thing is is you got to teach your kids how to navigate those risks and if they're up for taking those risks yeah and that's that's kind of where i'm getting at you can't you can't safe-proof everything because eventually you're going to find danger and danger is going to bite you in the ass. It always will. And, uh, yeah, and take it from me, I'm not an athlete. I just fell down a lot. <laughs> a friggin' lot. Now, uh, to wrap this up, 
you being a barista at a well-known coffee establishment, you've probably heard this before. You've probably heard the groans before. You wanted that iced, right? <laughs> um, well, it's August, but we're recording this Saturday the 21st, Tuesday the 24th. It's back, PSL, Pumpkin Spice Latte, mm -hmm. and the white girls just can't even. But a lot of people are like, it's too damn soon. No, it's not. It's not? No. Explain why it's not. It gets really excited for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> and you've gotten all those people like, it's still August. And I agree with them too, but I'm like, I'm just really excited for Halloween. I don't really like Pumpkin Spice per se. Okay. I like my coffee for the sake of it being coffee. Exactly. But I just love how excited people get. And right. yeah, sometimes it can wear on my nerves if I'm having a bad day, which I may be out of seven times out of ten. Right. <laughs> but three times out of ten, I'm like super excited. Like, yeah, this is great. I'm glad you're loving it. Life is good. Life is good. And then you get like five orders of the same drink. And you're just like, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. No, like I'm mostly a coffee, coffee guy, but like um, when when it comes around, I don't know if I'm going to order it next week, but like if it starts getting a little cooler in there, yeah, pumpkin spice latte. Having one occasionally is fine. Yeah. Um, But like, to be honest, and now I'm kind of slanted by this, Lana, her birthday is August 2nd, as is yours. Um, She loves Halloween. She had a jack-o'-lantern-themed cake for ha for her birthday yeah so i'm already in a halloween kind of mind that doesn't bother me here's here's the trade-off i'm going to make with your coffee establishment and all coffee establishments here we make a deal with the nfl the sooner you guys put out pumpkin spice latte the sooner they can stop with this meandering bullcrap that is preseason football. I knew that was coming. Because, look, you don't even have to start the season earlier. If you want to still start it after Labor Day, it's fine. But let's just stop. Because, <laughs> because you know, that it's fall when, when pumpkin spice latte comes out. It's 95 and sweltering outside, but it's fall once it starts happening. You know, pumpkin spice isn't just for the hot drinks, right? I know. Uh -huh. I know. Hey, don't, don't, don't bring me down, man. I'm actually really excited. I'm not, I'm not bringing you down, but still. I was thinking about making my own pumpkin sauce, because I know how to make um, sweet and condensed milk and get pumpkin puree and spices and boat done. Put a little cayenne pepper in there, just because I like it. All right, well, you got me excited. Well, I do want to thank our special How's guest. How's your surgery, by the way? Excellent, excellent. My balls are fine. Uh, I do want to thank our special guest, Logan. Thanks for coming here, boy. He fell asleep while we are talking because it's a riveting conversation. <laughs> but again, that's uh, that's podcast for this week. Of course, you can check us out on Facebook. Uh, Mike Davidson lives on Facebook. And, of course, Mike Davidson loves to tweet. I got the Podbean thing going. We're on Spotify. And uh, looking forward to doing this next week. Anything else you got to add? I go back to work in two weeks. And she can't even pumpkin spice like spots. You can't even talk. That's that's when you know. Knee deep in PSL season. That's right. And I'm freaking ready. All right. Until later, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.